2018, more charges laid over the fatal attack of indigenous teenager Cassius Tavi. U.S. actor Alec Baldwin to face charges over the shooting death, the shooting death of a cinematographer. And in sport, Andy Murray wins a marathon match against Tanasi Kokinakis at the Australian Open. Three people are to appear in court today over the alleged attack of indigenous teenager Cassius Tavi after the trio were charged yesterday. A 21-year-old man is already facing a murder charge over the 15-year-old's death last year and he remains in custody. It's alleged three other people were in company during the alleged assault of the teen who died 10 days after suffering head injuries. The three other accused are two men aged in their 20s and a 20-year-old woman. They're all appearing at Path Magistrate's Court today. Activists have launched an attack on one of Australia's most famous paintings to protest a gas company's alleged destruction of rock art in Western Australia's north. Video released by Disrupt Barrow Pub shows ceramist artist, ceramic artist Joanna Padica spray painting a Woodside logo onto Frederick McCubbin's Down on His Luck at the Art Gallery of Western Australia. She then appears to glue her hand to the wall beside the colonial masterpiece as Baladong Nunga man Desmond Blatton lays an Aboriginal flag on the floor of the gallery. Mr. Blatton says the group wants industrial development stopped on the rock outreach Barra Peninsula, 20 kilometers west of Karatha in the Pilbara region. This painting is barely 100 years old. We have five 50,000 year old artwork that Woodside is destroyed. A Productivity Commission report shows that increased funding has had little effect on the literacy and numeracy results of Australian students. The review of the National School Reform Agreement shows 90,000 students failed to meet minimum NEPLAN requirements annually. First Nations students are also three times more likely to fall behind at schools along with children who have parents with lower levels of education. The national media watchdog will gain stronger powers to crack down on the spread of disinformation and misinformation online. The Australian Communications and Media Authority will create an enforceable industry code to replace the voluntary code. Federal Communications Minister Michelle Rowland has told ABC tech giants such as Twitter need more than a voluntary code to maintain user safety. The ACMA will have the ability to devise uh, new standards and to enforce those and to have penalties as well. So this is certainly not a novel framework. It is a co-regulatory structure that is well established in Australia and has served consumers well. Australia is being warned not to interfere in Beijing's judicial system after concerns were raised here over delays in the sentencing of two Australians detained in China. Australian writer Yang Hunjuing and TV journalist Chong Lei will now have to wait at least three months for a verdict.
Chong Lei was arrested in China in August of 2020, charged with providing state secrets to foreigners. While Yang Huangjun was accused of espionage and detained under secretive conditions since he was arrested at an airport in China four years ago. Mr. Yang's sentencing has now been delayed seven times since he was taken into custody in January of 2019. Foreign Minister Penny Wong told Sky News the Australian government will continue to advocate for their safe return. Uh, we are just, you know, deeply troubled uh, that there's been a, a further deferral of Dr Young's verdict and sentencing. Uh, we'll continue to advocate for them and we'll continue to press for uh, consular access uh, and we will continue to press for uh, you know, procedural fairness uh, and rights to be observed. China's Foreign Ministry has spoken out about its plans for a strategic partnership with New Zealand after Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern resigned this week. On Thursday, the leader revealed she would be stepping down in February and not seek re-election after five and a half years as Prime Minister of New Zealand. China's Wang Wenbin did not comment directly on Ms. Ardern's planned departure, but did discuss cooperation with New Zealand in the future. We have stated China's position on relevant individual cases on many occasions. We would like to stress once again that China is a country ruled by law. The Chinese judiciary handles cases in strict accordance with the law, fully guarantees the legal rights of the relevant parties, and fully respects and guarantees Australia's consular rights such as visitation. China urges Australia to earnestly respect China's judicial sovereignty, refrain from interfering in any form in the handling of cases by Chinese judicial organs in accordance with the law and take concrete actions to create conditions and an atmosphere for the improvement of bilateral relations. A standoff between Washington and Berlin is complicating Western efforts to send Ukraine valuable Leopard tanks. The United States and German defense ministers have met in Berlin ahead of crucial talks among Western allies on supplying more weapons to Ukraine. Germany is reluctant to provide offensive weapons that could be seen by Russia as an escalation. A German government source says that reluctance could ease if the United States sends its own Abrams tank. But U.S. officials, including White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre, say the Abrams is technically inappropriate for Ukraine. It's not for us to speak to. That is their, each country's decision to make, that, uh, to make their own sovereign decisions on this. Uh, as it relates to the U.S., we have been, as you know, uh, the largest provider of security assistance, of uh, humanitarian aid. Uh, we, will, uh, we will be standing by with the Ukrainian people and, uh, and helping them in any way that, they, that we can to defend themselves uh, until, you know, until uh, uh, throughout, throughout this process. Russia has launched a criminal case against a U.S. citizen over suspicion of espionage, but he has not yet revealed if the suspect is under arrest. The Federal Security Service is accusing the unknown person of collecting intelligence on topics directed against the Russian Federation. U.S. State Department Deputy Spokesperson Vedant Patel says the highest priority is the safety of its citizens overseas. The Russian Federation does not abide by its obligations to provide timely notification of the detention of U.S. citizens in Russia. Uh, Russian authorities also don't regularly inform the embassy of the trials, sentencing, uh, or movement of U.S. citizens. We're looking into this matter and we'll continue to monitor.
U.S. actor Alec Baldwin is facing involuntary manslaughter charges over the fatal shooting of Helena Hutchins in 2021 on a film set in New Mexico. The film's Amara will also be charged with the same offense over the death of the cinematographer during the film of the filming of the movie Rust. Hutchins' family is welcoming this development, but Baldwin's lawyer says the decision distorts her death and is a miscarriage of justice. More than one million people have participated in demonstrations across France against the government's plans to raise the retirement age. In Paris, police briefly clashed with some protesters who were campaigning against the pension changes to raise the retiring age to 64 years. 61-year-old kindergarten worker Sylvie Lebar, who is one year off the current retirement age of 62 years, disagrees with the proposal. I want them to withdraw the new retirement age. It's not acceptable at all. Two additional years, that's really not possible. I work in a kindergarten and the working conditions are worse and worse and two more years, that's not possible. Physically, no. The Australian Medical Association is renewing calls for attacks on sugary drinks because it says the nation is at odds with other countries in its approach. AMA Vice President Danielle McMullen says the federal government could apply a tax of 40 cents for every 100 grams of sugar that are added to beverages. The association estimates that the measure would result in fewer cases of type 2 diabetes, less stroke cases as well as a reduction in heart disease. Dr. McMullen says it would also generate annual revenues of up to $814 million to contribute to preventative health initiatives. And to sport in tennis, Andy Murray has questioned the late-night scheduling of matches at the Australian Open after winning against Tanasi Kokinakis earlier this morning. The former world number one defeated the 26-year-old Australian in five sets, heading off court after five hours and 45 minutes of play at Melbourne Park. Murray says he respects the event and the competition, so he wanted to continue playing, but he's unsure how helpful the timing is for all involved in the tournament. I don't know who it's beneficial for. It's like a match like that. You know, yeah, we come here after the match and that's what the discussion is. And rather than it being like epic murray Kokonakis match, it's like, you know, it ends in a bit of a, you know, a bit of a farce. Meantime, Alex Domino has progressed to the third round of the Australian Open along with fellow Australian Alexei Popirin. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome a mostly cloudy day, 30 degrees, Perth sunny 36, Adelaide mostly sunny 26, Melbourne mostly sunny 23, Hobart partly cloudy 20, Albury Wodonga mostly sunny 27, Canberra much the same 22, Wollongong partly cloudy 21, Sydney similar conditions 24, Newcastle partly cloudy 25, Brisbane a shower or 226, Townville sunny 31, Cairns, partly cloudy, 32. Alice Springs, sunny day, 35. Darwin, showers and a possible storm on the top of 32. And the Torres Strait Islands, a mostly cloudy day on the top of 28 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 